We are very excited to have you, sir. Thank you. It's an honor. Thank you so much, Avery, for having me. You know, I hope you're not going to keep the video because I really look like... Uh... We never keep the video. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm saying it. it um, I, uh, I have so much work. Like I work until five or six in the morning, you know. You guys look amazing. How's everything? I haven't showered in three days, so thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Queer Hello. Insight. This is Avery and Kale, and we have our guest, David, today. David, would you mind introducing yourself? What do you do? Who are you? What are you about? Uh, well, uh, first of all, I want to tell you guys how much I love you guys. I love your podcast. I listen <laughs> oh, thank you. to several episodes, and, and you guys are absolutely wonderful. And I'm so, so, so honored to be on your podcast. That's number one. And on top of that, to uh, share some moment with uh, the wonderful Kale, who is a phenomenal artist, and I'm so honored to uh, to know him. So thank you so much for uh, the the opportunity. So uh, who thank I am? I, I was born in Paris. I live in New York. I'm an opera singer, director, producer, uh, actor, and I, um, I I love what I do. I love to work. I love to to do new project and. I love to open new doors and create new doors. That's, I guess, uh, what I love Amazing. to do. <laughs> what is, what's your current project? What, are, what, what project are you working on right now? Right now, I have like two immediate projects, I would say, because mm-hmm. uh, I always have projects uh, uh, like, uh, that are happening now, then some midterm and some long-term. So uh, the one that, that is starting actually on the 18th is... Um, the opening night of my movie that I did a documentary on Eli Tahari of the fashion designer. Uh, So yeah, he toured in more than 100 film festivals and he won dozens of awards and it's opening on Monday at Lincoln center, uh, which for me is like, yeah, it's huge. Right in the American dream for me, you know, mm-hmm. you can't get better than that, you know, mm-hmm. your movie on, you know, so uh, that's, that's something really great uh, for me that I'm so, so, so grateful. And then the second thing is that the very next day of that premiere starts the rehearsal of a very special musical for me called The Ten Commandments. Uh, hmm. so obviously that one the... sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I have the best cast in the world. And one of them is the, the super talented, uh, Kel Rush, uh, who is playing, um, uh, super say, talented we... is a little bit of a stretch. Talented, <laughs> yes. Well, I will say know, Avery he... in the last like month has worked more theater jobs than me. And <laughs> I'm a little bitter about it. And I will fine. say, pay, I've gotten, yeah, I've gotten paid more than, than Kale. I'm a, I'm a marketing <laughs> major. I work in business. I live in La Crosse, Wisconsin in the Midwest. And wow. um, that's how Kale and I met. We went to college together, but I mm. have worked more and gotten paid more. Literally in the, in the last in month the, than I have. In the Midwest <laughs> than he has ever. I just booked a, like a voiceover gig next week Good. for a political <laughs> campaign, but I also have like a job in tech. Like I have like a full time job. 
No, but it's, it's, it's always it's, like Avery, do not you can't get booked anymore. She's like, you've yeah, had your moment. <laughs> you guys are so wonderful. No, and and, and it's really uh, uh, this very musical that is originally a French musical. Mm-hmm. It is it, still to this day the most famous uh, French musical ever. And I'm bringing it not only to New York, not only to the U.S., but in the U.S., in, sorry, the English language, sorry, and also in a new version that I kind of Americanized, whether it's the vocal literature, whether it's uh, dialogues, which were not in the original. It was kind of mm. musical tableau uh, following each other. And so it's really, really that's two dreams coming true, like in the same period of time. My movie at Lincoln Center and, uh, and this musical. great musical that is opening off Broadway. And this is really Yay. a show about love. You know, that's really what it is. Uh, the, actually, the last song is called The Will to Love. The, 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 the finale is love each other regardless who we are, regardless what the other is, you know, and, and, and bring people together. That's exactly what the original composers wanted to do, but also uh, the original composer, forgive me, and, and the French authors um, who wanted to do, and, and they succeeded. And I want to bring that now to, to the American uh, audiences, which are very, very dear to my heart. Yes. Yeah, yeah I have incredible. a... So why, why Ten Commandments then? Like, why, yeah. why was that the show that you... you you know, wanted to bring to the U.S. and everything. Absolutely. That, that's a great question. It's, it's really, when that show opened, it was in the year 2000, you know. So I was, I haven't moved to America yet at that time, but it was like, I was, I started to take voice lessons already for three, four years. I started to do theater, but nothing really serious. Like I was not getting paid, you know, or maybe someone was giving me $1, you know, because they had pity on me or something. But uh, I dreamed to be on that show. You know, it was the dream of every singer uh, back then. Like, uh, uh, you know, I see all these stories on Instagram of this little girl who's so wicked and uh, wanted to be that girl or the Wizard of Oz or, you know, me, it was the part of Moses. And ironically, I'm 40 now. And Daniel Levi, the guy who sang, the original Moises was 40 when he did it. So it's, it's really interesting. And Eli Shuraki also was like the guy who wrote the, the musical, The Ten Commandments, not the music, but he wrote the, the book, I would say. Um, he became a dear friend of mine. I'm actually doing a documentary uh, about him, which I already filmed. It's not being edited. And he is the Steven Spielberg of Friends, you know? Mm. So he, he really, yeah, did, did all of that. And, and the stories were very special because back in 2000, there were no really songs that were expressing uh, the love, you know, of a, of a Jewish man and uh, a Muslim. And even though um, I would say uh, Egyptians were not Muslims, you know, that they, they had like they were polytheists, like they loved many gods, you know, um, and and there was that song that, that that you know you know that is in the musical called Brother, and and that was this love between two brothers, and I really identified to to that song because um, you know I, I love my uh, my my mus- my Muslims uh, brothers and sisters and 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 yeah it's it's 
is very, very emotional. It's going to be hard to hold tears uh, on the, mm. <laughs> on the I can't show. wait. I'm coming to see, I'm coming to yeah. see the show on the 15th. So oh, I'm very excited. I'm so um, I'll be there with Kale's family, who's basically my family at this point. Oh, um, but they are my family coming. also. Yes. Know, Kale's family is also my family. <laughs> so we have, we have we'll to talk about the custody. You know, we yeah. have to talk about the custody. <laughs> Who has which days and, and what is the percentage that is your family, my family, because, you know, <laughs> we can we'll share, have, we'll, we can share absolutely. Colin, my, my boyfriend, Colin, mm-hmm. we can share him. We can share my dog. <laughs> I'm fine with that. As long as I'm being provided, as long as I'm being provided financially, I'm totally yep. fine. <laughs> so, exactly. What kind of dog That's is it? Compensation. Uh, she's yeah. a, Bring Ruby. Hi, Ruby. She's a mini Hi, baby. Golden doodle. She's so oh, wow. Look Ruby. at her. Yeah, she's cute. She's really she's, cute. She's a beauty. She's basically our our third co-host at this point. Oh, because every when time Colin I start talking, here. she jumps right on every time. Yeah. yeah, she likes it. She likes the attention. So, um, would you mind uh sharing? Or do you do you practice? Are you are you um, Jewish? Are you Muslim? Are you like Christian? Do you have any like uh, religious background that drew uh-huh. you to choosing the show? Sure, absolutely. Well, first of all, I would tell you the answer that Charlie. Chaplin said when someone asked him if he's Jewish, he said yes. Someone asked him if he's Muslim, he said yes. <laughs> someone said you're Christian, he said yes. So mm-hmm. uh, th- that would be the, the easy answer. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Jewish, but uh, I always say that religion is, is something that is between you and who you believe, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and uh, you shouldn't, you should, you should stay something like that is at home. You know, but the thing though, where I'm going to contradict myself is that when it becomes a culture, you're doing a theater piece about it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it stays at home unless it's on the theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. No, but I'm going to contradict myself because I have tears. <laughs> no, but the the. <laughs> you guys are so great. No, but I'm going to contradict myself because I love when this thing becomes a culture. You know what I mean? I love when, uh, uh, you know, like, by example, I'm the producer of the New York Sephardic Jewish Film Festival. I love to see that this culture can gather people from a whole uh, variety of religions. And um, that is really something that i uh, that i really enjoy but yes i'm i'm jewish i just do the three major jewish holidays which are yom kippur hanukkah and the tax refund you know <laughs> that one that one takes time usually that one takes time. whenever you're whenever you're working you're like i need to get off all the jewish holidays so. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah i'm so glad you say that is is you have the calendar you look at all the jewish holidays the Catholic holidays, but now also, because I did the mistake, and now I make sure I don't do it, is all the Super Bowl uh, thing. You know, that that's like, <laughs> that's I mean, religion. I did a that's Sunday. That's religion for people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did a Sunday, I remember, uh, when I had the show, and I, I was expecting at least 200 people. I think I had like 35 people, and, and people told me, no, it's Super Bowl. I'm like, what the hell is that? And because I didn't know Super like, Bowl, we don't the do that word... in France. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have American football. I mean, we have yeah. soccer, what you guys call soccer, 
which it's we call football, football you know. Mm-hmm. But I, so, you know, I didn't connect, first of all, the word Super Bowl to American football. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it's a ball that is super. What's so special about it? So I thought it was a Christian holiday that people would drink <laughs> in the ball. And I... <laughs> Basically, I mean, you weren't too far off. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) No, but but here again, you know, the sport, uh, you know, it could be something that you do home, you know, and there you go, you gather people together and it creates a whole economy about it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so that one and and also all the the American holidays that, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, Easter Monday, uh, all this kind of stuff that oh, you yeah. really Easter is this weekend. Because... Easter yes, is this weekend. Yeah. yeah. What are you guys going doing to, for Easter? I'm going to Monday? Los Angeles. Oh, look at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about I you? Going to Disney? I am um, not doing anything. I am rehearsing for Ten Commandments as well. Oh, doing. what is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, and then actually on Monday, um, we have, I won the lottery for, uh, um, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, good so, for you. So fun. Um, I was like, it actually lined up perfectly because we start rehearsals on the 19th. Two, yeah, so the on Tuesday. Day, yeah, yeah. So I was like, we're going to go on Monday afternoon to- Good uh, for you. The Tonight good Show. Gonna, It'll be fun. You're going to enjoy it. Something. Yeah. But, but I want to tell you, Kel, I've never seen someone as hardworking as yourself and as passionate as yourself. And you yes. are, you you someone who is like, skyrocketing every day and yes. it's it's really really inspiring and i want you to know i support you a thousand percent on everything you do and you're such a great asset an important asset for the show and i'm so 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 grateful for having you brother really thank you thank you i really appreciate it. i love that. i said it as you told me that. i said it as you told me you know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pre-planned, pre-planned. <laughs> With that being said, I already have some rewrites for um Ten Commandments <laughs> yes. for you. No um, problem. Kale's so- <laughs> got some notes. The first one is changing changing the song. He's the one I wanted to um more the one that I want from Greece. Um, the one that I want. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that the other day. I was like, how hilarious would it be if we just oh out yeah in the middle? We would change. The one that I want. You are the one I want. <laughs> That was good placement, Avery. You're coming for my oh, yeah. job. <laughs> kills my kills my voice teacher. We're gonna. So. Oh, well, I am his great. voice teacher, actually. I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, good for you. Um, good for you. And we want to we want to ask too, just because um, we aren't sure, and we I mean we're very open about our sexuality. This whole podcast is about sure. sexual expression, queer representation, queer issues. So mm-hmm. where do you fall on the spectrum? How do you identify? We love you and well, welcome you regardless. I'm a, I'm a poor, boring, straight man. You know, uh, I know, I know, I know. Can you imagine? That's the joke I say all the time. I say, I- I'm Jewish. I say, can you imagine if I was gay also, you know, like if I was queer, like, can if you, you were... imagine the career I would have? All the, well, I'm, I'm just, I would have? the doors you would open. I'm telling yeah. you. There is I was like, you know, queer I Jewish should... men. Are superior. I I truly have you seen Angels in America? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, say more. (laughs) You also have an accent. You have an accent, and that automatically skyrockets you too. I'm telling you, if you're ever considering, you know, switching up the field, yeah, we're gonna have a lot of options, my friend. I know, I know, I know. There's no pressure. There's no pressure. I'm I'm just saying. (laughs) But 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 jokes aside, you know, I maybe it's the fact that I'm Jewish. I don't know. I have always had so 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 much respect and admiration um and much more for the lgbt plus community and and when you look really at the greatest um interpreters of course you you have exceptions you can mm-hmm. you know but when you look at all the greatest interpreters of uh, by example classical music um all the greatest pianists or violinists or composers were either Jewish or uh, queer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was uh, because you need to call within yourself uh, a great sense of sensitivity, you know? Mm -hmm. And and, uh, I mean, you know, I'm the... The, the straight man who received the most homophobic attacks, I think, and who got called all kind of homophobic names, you know, uh, because, you know, back in the 90s, when uh, I started to be like, oh, I love opera. This is so beautiful. Oh, I love theater. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, uh, I want to look a little bit better. Oh, man, I don't want to wear these jeans that are three times my size. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I was called so, so, so many names. Or even when you were a man and you would love ballet, people will call you all kind of uh, mm-hmm. disgusting names, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I always felt, I think it comes from that, from a very early age. Uh, you know, I, I always defended when I was in, uh, a child, really a child, maybe 10-year-old, uh, when there was a guy who looked a little bit like a girl, you know, physically, and he was mocked by the other child. So that was another era also, you know, because now, thank God, teachers and they take bully and they identify bully very seriously, thank God, mm-hmm. even though there's still progress in that sense to be made. But I always be like, leave him alone. You know, I was being that, that guy around, you know. So this is why I will always... Always, always, always be an uh, ally. Oh, yeah, a thousand yeah. percent. And, and I will and by say, by the way, uh, yeah, uh, 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 I apologize. Every I just want to say this before I forget is, and by the way, I always make people remember let's not forget every time, every time there was anti Semitic attacks. The mm-hmm. first one who stood up with the Jews was the LGBT community and LGBT. Mm-hmm. Let's not and never forget that this is why i will always even though you know there are stuff sometimes when i'm like uh, uh you know like uh come on man you know what i mean like in mm-hmm. the lgbt that i do not agree sometimes you know mm-hmm. and in something in the jewish uh, community that i do not agree you know yep. uh, but at the end of the day um it's a modern era uh hate that um that I think should be should be always uh, uh, fought against, you know. Like we should always go against that, and uh, and I mean, in in my job, you know, which is the entertainment world. I mean, uh, with who are you going to work if you are, you know, anti something? You know, exactly. It's, you owe all the material we're doing. We 
you we owe it to to them you know and mm-hmm. uh, to, to this beautiful community and now the community has uh, and I don't mean any joke but really enlarge itself you know and yeah and we have now uh, film festivals LGBT plus film festivals uh, which I think this is amazing this is that connects to what I said about the religion before you know it's so amazing when something becomes uh, I would say uh, a culture you know and and can generate people together that is so wonderful I'm so so proud of that you know, that's incredible. Thanks for sharing all that. I don't no, know. Of course. If, I don't know if Kale and I discussed this on the podcast. We, I mean, I have a very um, religious upbringing and background in Christianity. And so we've uh, talked a little bit and we'll, and honestly, I think we should open that door again, Kale, to talk about religion on the podcast only mm-hmm. because I, I find it very fascinating. I'm not yeah. somebody that practices any religion and I, and I don't really necessarily even consider myself a Christian anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I'm definitely more agnostic, but we have talked about on the podcast, our religious upbringing and what, you know, growing up in in the church and in more of an evangelical Lutheran type background between Mm Kayla and myself. Um, But just, I did a, I did a study one time on, and one of my friends brought this to my attention. We kind of looked at the, this was when I was in college, actually, one of my, one of my Catholic we, Kayla and I went to a Catholic college, uh, which we had to take a lot of catechisms. We had to understand like the, the Catholic catechisms, the, basically the essential beliefs of the Catholic church when we were going to school there. And I was, I was in a class where we talked about contemporary moral issues and gay marriage was one of them. And I remember Mm. in the, in the report and the research that they did, they looked at different religions. So Christianity, um, it, you know, Islam, and then there, mm. there, and uh, also um, Judaism, Hinduism, mm. Buddhism. They looked at all of these major religions in the world, and it was like, you know, what is the acceptance and the approval of the oh, LGBT yeah. community in each of these? each of mm. these religious backgrounds and and mm. and by far Judaism was the most accept accepting of any religion. Um, oh, I'm and glad so, to and hear. I, it, it was it was really it was encouraging so I think I've always had a huge respect um for my Jewish brothers and sisters and family oh, because it I mean I just remember looking seeing that research and being like I think there is a reason and it's exactly what you said too there is this connection between mm. the LGBTQ community that's been very um isolated judged mm. humiliated criticized in the past mm. but then mm. look at the jewish like history it's and, like and there's not been a people group more Ex- exactly every and and we share <clears throat> let's not forget <clears throat> forgive me we we share also the holocaust you know, we, yeah. know when there was the holocaust the nazis they didn't just put jews you yeah. know, let's not forget that the, the Holocaust was not just, the, yeah. it was mostly, I would say, Jewish, yeah. but it was not just Jews. It was also the Tzigan. It was mm-hmm. also the people who had disabilities because mm-hmm. Hitler uh, wanted to may burn in hell. You know, Hitler mm-hmm. wanted to have an Aryan perfect race, you know. Mm-hmm. So all people with disabilities, he said, oh, they will give children with disabilities and we want the perfect people. And all the, the, the LGBT were also um, murdered with Jews. You know, they were also sent in concentration camp, you know. So that history goes really, really way back. And, and when I did, I did a musical about Anne Frank, but it's a very sad musical, of course. And, um, and at some point when they call all the people, uh, so the Jews and all of that, I added 
in the score that uh, uh, homosexuals, uh, uh, Tsigan, uh, people with disabilities, a Freemason also, they kill mm-hmm. all the Freemasons. So all these people also to pay a tribute to all these men and women, uh, as, as we know it, who have, uh, you know, um, um, who, who have I, had the courage to identify as such, but also uh, lost their lives. Uh, with their identity, you know, and I know a lot of people, by example, that they they are Jewish, but they said, no, our parents after World War II converted us to Catholicism or Christianity because they were like, we don't want you to to you know, it's it's synonymous of bad luck, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of being Jewish these days. So it, it, it's just so beautiful that after all these years, and it's very interesting. Uh, with Kel, because in the show, he's playing actually uh, a Jewish slave, you know, who dreams mm-hmm. of freedom, you know. And this is also why perhaps he sings it with so much passion. It's because uh, when he means I want to be free, you know, he identify also as a, a queer man who say, okay, I want to be free and not be regarded as a queer man. I, I don't know, but the, the guy who originally recorded the song, I told him, I want you to feel you Martin Luther King when you sang it. Because the, the, the brother was, uh, was African-American. I mean, was he? He's still, you know. But, uh, <laughs> May he rest he, in peace. And I said, really, sing it as if you are Martin Luther King. And, and you know, I want to be free. And, and you see that freedom. And it, was, it went like day and night, really, when he when he started to sing it with that way. So um, I forgot what I wanted to say originally, but it's, uh, it went there. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it, I think with that song, it's very, um, you know, if anyone can identify with it in, in certain ways, I think I definitely identify it in, in that way, especially with a lot more like legislation and stuff happening right now with the don't say gay so bill. What, what is and, that, that? So can you tell me what is the, because honestly, I just saw a couple of posts on, on Facebook. What is the don't say gay bill? What is it exactly? Because yeah. a lot of my, of my friends actually asked that question and, and we couldn't find really an answer. Yeah. So we'd like to hear it from the queer perspective. Great, great question. We have, we've sort of talked about it on the podcast in the past, but not in, in depth. And, and I yeah. think we should visit that too, Kale. Um, yeah. we've, we've chatted about it, of course. It's, it's a hot topic right now. Essentially, there's many states, Florida has signed it into, into, into law now, that in mm-hmm. the public school system, the, of course, this doesn't affect private schools, but most private schools are religious institutions. In the public mm-hmm. school system in the state of Florida, it is now not legal to teach LGBT history. So mm-hmm. essentially, you are you and you're you're not allowed to discuss. There's 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 similar things going on in in this in our. Uh, private school systems here mm-hmm. in, in where I live kind of affecting mm-hmm. like, you know, transitions, like how to address students that are, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it also brings into discussion, like, well, what do we do about pronoun usage? What do we do about um, our kids that are trans and non-binary? Mm-hmm. Um, so that is now coming into play, but essentially the, the major thing is that they're not allowed to teach LGBT history in the state of Florida, which is uh, extremely sad. Like yeah. not the, which like ahead, the main Kel. the main argument against it that everyone's saying is like we're not trying to turn your straight kids gay we're trying to yeah. make your gay kids safe 
Yeah. And that's the main point oh, of it all. Yeah, is, that's it's, a good point. Like, that's making, a very good phrase that you yeah, said. Yeah, because I, I never, like Avery too, like especially with Avery's background and, and religious upbringing and everything, very different than me. But like I was always shown like straight relationships. I've never seen any, like the, oh, the very first queer relationship I've seen in a movie that was represented as like a very romantic, safe thing was in the movie Love, Simon, which was... Very recent, like within the last. I thought you were gonna years. say was the movie *Brokeback Mountain*, Broke which is like, <laughs> which is like so sad. I'm like, it's like a horrendous movie. Uh, I mean, like, honestly, with the Jake, what's his name? Jake. Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I think anyone will turn, you know, <laughs> he with is him, a right? beautiful man. I'm not even mad that him and Heath Ledger are not queer. Like in that film, like in my mind, they are queer now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. For sure. No. But, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely, there was also an aspect of the bill that was taken out, thank God. But they, yeah. they originally said that if a teacher suspects that a student is queer, they have to, they have to report it to their parents and the school wow. within like six weeks or something like no, that. No, that's unacceptable. And it's like that. Yeah. That that's is out, that's outing. Right. It's outing. That's what, illegal. That's right. illegal. And what that, you're that, doing against what the United States that right. I love and I will always love. I kiss that U.S. flag. You know, I'm very patriotic to this country and to the American people, but. That is a thousand percent illegal that you have to report. First of all, how do you even know? You right. know what I mean? Like, do you go into the anyone's bedroom to find out? Like, how, how do you even know right. that's completely illegal? That goes, it's like exactly. you say, oh, I think that guy is Jewish. Let's report it. And so what? Exactly. You know, like, th- that is, yeah. okay, now I understand the... the and, and it also, it, yeah. that's, that's also confusing too, because... It's it's endangering it's endangering mm. youth to say especially if they're not out you know somebody could be closeted but then it's also oh. putting putting this stereotype that saying a queer person looks like this or sounds like this oh, I know yeah. I know many many of my straight friends as you have mentioned before you like to dress well you um, have friends that are queer like you have mm. you know that they're becoming your family so it's like when whenever you identify like with anything that is queer if you dress mm. well if there's if there's men that are painting their nails that doesn't make you queer queer yeah absolutely so and there's there's these it's a danger of like saying like here's the stereotype of what queer people Mm. look like and when somebody enters that that's not queer they must be queer so then it's also putting the stereotype and kind of fence around the queer community saying like oh if you look or sound like them you may not be them but you're assumed to be them so it's it's like contributing to the stereotype well and you have the the statistics of like you know suicide within the queer community and and you have we we've had um michael we met him on tiktok actually we met him off tiktok we had him on he started a company called uh christopher street tours in new york and he and once a month they do like queer history tours throughout the greenwich village they start with stonewall Mm. and they go you know kind of more into detail with stuff like that and he shared a statistic with us that if one queer person has one queer ally and like mentor, it lowers their risk of suicide by 40%. Oh, wow. Which is insane. Yeah. And so when you when you put legislation like that into mm. play, you're forcing everyone back into the closet and you're wow. ultimately doing more damage to children. And I mean, I still think 
back home, my home state of Iowa for a while, they like shot down a bill that made it illegal for minors to be admitted into conversion therapy by their parents. Like, which is like, they, they shot down that bill to make it illegal, which is heartbreaking. And, you know, it it leads to hate. It leads to so much like mental health damage Mm. to the queer community. And it leads to events like, you know, events like yesterday in New York city and how terrifying it still is because they still haven't caught the guy. And it was very, they they, they put $50,000 reward. The I guy know, will I'm be searching. caught within an hour. Don't worry. That's <laughs> I'm all the Jews, they're going to become private investigators. 50,000, I quit my job. I'm going to find it. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and like... <laughs> Sorry for the humor, but no, I was... No, like, you're fine. <laughs> my, uh, Colin, my boyfriend, was actually two stops away from there oh. and, and passes through there on his way to work and was two stops. He was running late. He was 20 minutes late. If he had been running on time, he would have been there. And I was mad at him because he was late and I was like forcing him to get up and get out the door. And I was like, I like came home a blubbering mess yesterday because I felt terrible. And he was like, it's like, I'm okay." Like, I was like, I know, but the videos of it is so Mm. thank God. no one. It was terrifying. It was was terrifying. terrifying. So what what a guy like me who has a little bit of power, who has a little bit of money, who knows a lot of people. Uh, who is straight? What a guy like me can do today, you know, to help for that bill, uh, or or to 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 help and support the. I mean, I know, but by saying it, I want other people also to to know. So, what can we do? That's a great question. I think that the most helpful thing that you can do as allies is to. Um, Get a be, man. Oppo- be opposed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is to be opposed to these bills. I think to mm. be vo- vocal, to be signing um, petitions to get these revoked, to get them uh, to be pushing our legislators uh, that are allies to mm. be um, really forward about the dangers that this can cause in the school mm. systems for our teens, for our young adults, for the queer community at large. Um, wow. I think it's to just be a voice as an ally yeah. and to say like, Hey, and, and to rally with us and, um, and to listen, I think just, just as, as we want to be allies to the BIPOC community, like mm. to listen and to rally with them and to, to elevate their voices. I think it's, you know, similar when we see these kind of bills or when, yeah. when we look, when we look at these um, bills for our brothers and sisters and, and family that is, um, that are trans athletes, when we're seeing that oppression to mm. being able to rally for them and bail it and say, you know what, they may have been assigned X gender at birth, but they are X gender now as an, in their identity, mm. this is who mm. they are. And, mm. um, and, and they have every right to compete. Mm. So just, just helping rally those type of conversations, which are in the mm. news every day, I think is so important. Just yeah. as we, just as we, as white allies are, elevating black voices or elevating Absolutely. brown voices or elevating Asian voices that are elevating, you know, like as, as much as we can do as allies mm. is, um, is, is what I'm hoping that our, our straight allied friends and family will be doing for us too. Absolutely. You know, it made me think that bill, the first connection I have was 
what, what, what is it, 40, 50 years ago now? I'm sorry if I don't remember the exact date, but when there were laws for a, a, a colored section in, in, in the bus, you know, like, and, and even in Madison Square Garden, I've been told back in the days there was a, a section for uh, non-white people. And, and, and now people are looking at this and say, what the hell were we thinking, you know? How stupid and how naive, prim primitive we were, how stupid we were. And I think about the bill that you described, which I thank you for telling me more about it because I just didn't have the chance and I heard so many uh, stories, you know. Um, I'm so grateful you told me more from your perspective, from the queer perspective and not from the media perspective. Uh, that bill makes me think of these sections that I told you in the and and i think this is absolutely uh, uh um absolutely unacceptable that's really really crazy so and, I, and I, now the teachers so, so what are the teachers now you know the teachers right, are factors of of it's completely even i don't even think this is good for the teacher that's mm -hmm. also one thing it's not good for nobody you know when you have a decision you know i tell you as a businessman i i always do like a, 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 a virtual board, you know, when I put the good things and the bad, the pros, the cons of every decision. I don't see any good thing on, on, on the board with that bill. I see only negative thing. And I think, you know, when I told you that I love when a community can turn into a culture, you know, uh, I think this is exactly what I don't like sometimes in communities and in label is that they get isolated. You know, yep. we lose them from the group, you know, and um, and th this is terrible. This is really yes. terrible. I, I so what I did is I pulled up um, just kind of a breakdown to better mm. help dissect what this actually is. I mm. think this is going to be helpful for the discussion. I think this is going to be helpful for us, too. So you're not just hearing it from our voices and perspective, mm. but also like, here's a breakdown. So what does this bill do? It's referred to as Bill 1557. Um, mm. And it's, it's in an attempt to, this is a direct quote, reinforce the fundamental right of parents to make decisions regarding the upbringing and control of their children. So essentially it's preventing disclosure to parents of, this is a direct quote, critical decisions affecting a student's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being. Mm. Um, and so do, 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 it's, it's prohibiting classroom instruction by, and this is a direct quote from the, um, from the bill, classroom mm. instruction by person, school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity. Mm. So this is kindergarten through third grade. And so it's going to prohibit the topics of sexual orientation and gender mm. identity from K through third mm. in the state of Florida. So, and they're saying that it is, a, this is a direct quote again, in mm. a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate. So they're essentially saying mm. that queer people are not age appropriate and developmentally appropriate to talk about. Mm. That's, what, see, that's what the bill is saying. Th that's very interesting the way you bring it, because I, if I will read it, uh, I wouldn't get it that way. But this is why I asked you know, that question to you guys, you mm -hmm. know, because then I will say, wait, 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 let, you know, now I get the phrase when people say, let the children be children or something like that, you know, 
uh, yeah. and not to, to bring them ideas or things like that. But the way you say it, I'm like, oh, okay, see. It's like at the beginning, I didn't get the non-binary thing. It was something very new for me, you know. Um, yes. Yeah, and, I'm so and glad after, we have that out there now. So people are yeah. getting educated on that. that exactly. Well. And, and I met some non-binary people and they explained to me mm-hmm. uh, what it means to be non-binary and what it is and what it means and, and, and then and how they feel. And I was like, you know what? Now I get it. Now I get it. But in a general manner, who, whatever makes someone feels better, you know, we should go for it. Right. You know, of course, we have to be careful. You know, when I see, by example, a 70 year old man going on stage and saying, ladies and gentlemen, good evening, you know, you know, and someone calls him homophobic because he he only mentions ladies and gentlemen. You know, I think this yep. is a little bit too much excessive. You know, it's like if uh, a Catholic guy said, wait, Passover is in uh, February, isn't in the winter, you know. That person is not anti-Semitic, you know what I mean? But sometimes it goes to me sometimes too far. But I understand now better with the dialogues and listening to other communities, you know. Uh, and all these communities have been um, very quiet because, you, you know, um, I, I challenge you to tell me, maybe you know, but me, I don't know, but um, to tell me, when you go to a jail, how many of them are really from the LGBT plus community? You know, have you ever been attacked by a member of the LGBT plus community? Never, because this is not violence. Emotionally aggression. or physically? Because I've been emotionally <laughs> attacked by gay people all the time. Oh, same. <laughs> same. Physically, yeah. Oh my God, but also not, so not to funny. diminish too, because I mean... This is going to be a little bit of a trigger warning. So I just want to make sure about SA, sexual assault. Mm. Kale and I both have had experiences in the queer community where we have been sexually assaulted oh, by other queer yeah, people. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's so right. that's not to diminish. That yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. I mean, that's why we have these kind of conversations to not diminish mm. that. You know, there are queer people that are violent. There are queer people that are not good people. Oh, um, my God. So, yeah, I'm you know, sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But is there, I, I, I spoke the other day with the, with a friend of mine who is queer and he told me, man, I wish there would be a Me Too movement in the LGBT plus community because yes. uh, you have all these uh, CEOs who are married to a woman who have kids, but who actually like young guys, you know, yep. and the young in turn whose yep. hands, uh, whose butt is touched and, and, and yep. all of that. First of all, for him, it's hard just to say that he is queer, just to right. start with that, you know. Uh, yeah. Then after, to be afraid to get uh, uh, fired or anything like that, and and that he, and that fear of the guy who is like above him. But when I mean above is you know in uh, who is the CEO and the other yeah, one superior, intern, which mm-hmm. we all started. Yeah, superior. Thank you. Uh, we we all started as intern, you know. But mm-hmm. um, that that's I wish there will also be you know me to a Me Too movement um, in, um, you know, so in that community, what do you guys think of that? Sure. 
I think there are people that have spoken out in the LGBT community. I think it's becoming a lot more common. We've talked about this in previous episodes too, about there's this normalcy in the, in at least we, Gail and I, or Kayla and I kind of, sorry, Gail, Gail. Gail is my aunt, <laughs> my aunt Gail. She's literally like my mom, my mother figure, but um <laughs> Kale and I, um, we can only speak to the male, like gay male population because we are both mm. um, cisgendered gay men. Like we identify you as he, him, his pronouns. So we can only mm. speak to that demographic of the queer community. But what mm. we can speak on is the fact that like when we were younger, basically the only way to explore your sexuality when we were teens, and I'm just a couple years older than Kale. I'm not that much mm. older than him, but you know, even a couple years can really differentiate our teen years. And mm. so when I was a teen, if you wanted to have a sexual experience, you would go to places in your community that you know, that you knew were old men, were old, again, this is a trigger warning for those that are listening. I apologize. Mm. It's a little graphic, but mm. um, if you were a queer teen in the Midwest or basically any, any place that was not a big city that didn't have a large queer representative mm-hmm. representation, or at the time maybe there was, but a lot of them were closeted. You mm. would go to these known areas, whether it was parks, whether it was movie theaters, wow. whether it was public bathrooms to have sexual experiences with men that were two, three or four times your age. Wow. And that was your sexual experience in your teenhood. And your Mm. exploration of your sexuality was with men that were married, had children, were in their 50s and 60s. And that was your option. So like me as a teen, if I wanted to explore my sexuality Mm. as a minor, um, Mm. that was my option. And there was no, I I believe the the dating apps uh, scene made it. Made it easier, made it better. No, How is it? I think so. You know what? Yeah. I'd like to say that I I hope that and Kale, you can speak to this too. I hope that it's made it easier to meet um, teens. I think teens are a lot more comfortable talking about sexuality and exploring their sexuality. When, when than, you were a teen, that's <laughs> when I was a teen. I wish there was apps. There really wasn't yeah. apps when I was a teen. It was more when uh, I was like, well, there um, is that app Grinder, right? Yes. A grinder. How do you say grinder? Grinder. Grinder, yeah. Grinder, yeah, sorry. Grinder. <laughs> grinder. I know tinder. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, think grinder came into effect really until I mean, really like I when did the first smartphone come out, Avery? Do you know? Two thousand nine. Oh, two thousand nine was the first six. Two thousand nine was the first uh iPhone. Oh, that that, that I hurt. think that then I think then grinder was around that same time um so yeah i mean the closest thing that we had was uh craigslist it was like oh. a was sorry like it was 2007 online... 2007 oh. you were right uh. um you were definitely yeah right i remember because i bought the David. iphone when i performed in san francisco and that was in 2007 <laughs> 2007 sorry you were correct i was wrong <laughs> no no don't worry Okay, at least he's admitting it. He usually never admits it. Time, so. Hey, not on the podcast. Off the truth. <laughs> I will say the other day we did. Um, Colin became a real New Yorker because he got called a slur on the street the other day, and he literally came inside and he was like, "Oh my god!" Like I just got called a slur. He he was beaming <laughs> from he ear was. to ear. Well, he got called. <laughs> He got called the F slur, and I we, I oh, we said yeah. it on here before a faggot. But and then he he, he mooned mm. them. <laughs> he pulled down his pants. <laughs> no, and said, Suck you my know ass. how many times? <laughs> you know how many times I got called that word? Oh, like so many times. 
Now, oh, honestly, oh, baby, you want to talk about getting called the Oh, <laughs> well, it's funny to me now because I'm oh. like, honestly, at this point, like, come up with something more creative. Like, that's yeah, such yeah, yeah. A, it's, like, it's such a cheap yeah. shot. And if you came up with something creative, I would either be more offended or really impressed. Like, <laughs> I that, wouldn't even be for mad Jews, about you know? It. Yeah, it's the it's same just, for Jews. Yes, like when they God. say, <laughs> when they say, you know, Jews own all the money, they control the media. Then, like, uh, then I'm like. You know, I don't get offended by that. I'm like, yeah, I, I take it. I love people to think I have all the money. You know, you know it's <laughs> always, I, I used to say it as a joke, it's like Jews always get offended to things that are good. You know, like you have all the money, you control the world. I'm like, yeah, that's, I would take this. You know, I wish, I wish <laughs> they could be that. I wish it was true, you know, that we own uh, everything, you know. So I'm like, Honestly, yeah, be more the creative, gays, you know. <laughs> the gays and the Jews should just run the world together. I feel like we oh, would yeah, just yeah. be unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> we would just be unstoppable with our exactly. royalty being oh. gay Jews. <laughs> <laughs> but you True. know, I've seen I've seen a lot of uh, um, you know in the Jewish community, like uh, friends of mine who told me how hard it was. You know, even in the very orthodox, very religious community, that it was uh, very very difficult for them, and some really like uh, it led mm. to suicide and it led to to all yes. of that and and yeah. and now thank god you know they are really really uh, i see it from the jewish community because i'm more involved in it but i can tell that it's it's moving for for the better there are still progresses to be done and uh and yeah it's it's really going for for the better i'm really happy and this is thanks to people like yourself you know thanks to people like you, you know, because, you know, everybody is kind of working for their own LLC, you know, <laughs> I always say. So it's, it's thanks to, to people like you who were really not, um, not afraid of uh, uh, stepping up and, and stepping out and really bringing awareness of, of things and, and, and also being patient. That's also important, being patient to, Explain to people who are not part of that community, like you told me about the don't say gay bill, you know, uh, that I really didn't uh, understand really. And uh, and uh, you could be like, oh, come on, go to educate yourself, you know, uh, oh, you, you, you don't know it. That means you're against us, you know, not to go to that speech, which I think creates actually more separation among people, but actually big look that's what he says that's what we think and that's what should be you know and and i think that's that's the right way and we're so grateful to all of you guys because as long as you guys if we don't stand for the uh LG, if jews don't stand for the lgbt plus community the next thing we know is that it would be written jew on store like it was during world war ii you know so by protecting the lgbt plus community every community is also protecting themselves because they know by protecting them, you also protecting uh, yourself, you know, so it's mandatory. I think it's important too, to have people like you that are allies that stand with us as well as willing to mm. educate yourself and learn because mm. that is so I'm still learning. I yeah. learn every day. I learn about, different cultures. I definitely have put my foot in my mouth before because I was not aware of it, you know? Mm. So it's definitely important to just continuously opening your mind and 
being willing to learn about other people's cultures, religion, sexuality, like, and it comes back down to the question of why do you fucking care? You know, like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like, why do you give a shit about two men that are getting Mind married? your business. You're never going to exactly. be gay. Like I, like, I don't give a shit. So, like, yeah, yeah. it's no, th- definitely, was, like, it opens your you, eyes Jackman. more. Yeah, I think it was you, Jackman, who said, when he spoke about gay marriage, uh, he said you should also be called mind your own fucking business. You know, yeah. uh, if two people, I mean, me, I totally support gay marriage, you know, because that's less competition of men against me. So please, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> you're selfish is what I'm hearing. <laughs> they look so gorgeous. They nice. They were taking care. They dress amazing. They're well fitted. they you know, they, they, they look great, you know, the great shape and everything. I'm like, how the hell with my cheeseburger and all my stuff? How am I going to pass through that? And how am so, I compete? Say, please, please, please go, go get married, go get married. It's less competition. <laughs> I love that. I love the selfish intent, the honesty. <laughs> it's so true. I work, I work down in Tribeca at a coffee shop and it's like the people that come into the Tribeca coffee shop are gorgeous and i'm just like hi and i like nine times out of ten haven't showered that day and i'm like covered in coffee and i'm just like wearing my baseball hat and i'm like hello <laughs> like our, our coffee shop's like Taylor and they, they come and they say well aren't you a little modest barista <laughs> i hosted we had an event the other day and where we, where I work is like right around the corner. Like it's like not even a block away from where Taylor Swift lives. So it's like right in the heart of wow. that area. Well, right in the, the heart of Taylor Swift, right in the heart of T Swift girl. She, or we hosted an event and it was like all of these people, it was a, it was a baby shower, but it was like, all of these people dressed to the nine in like all designer clothing. They like shit you not were doing the like, oh, hi. Mwah, mwah. And I was yeah. like, this is weird. Like, yeah. I was like, hey, live buddy, texting. how are you? Yeah, I was like, hello. <laughs> like, it was just, I felt so out of my element because I'm totally not that person <laughs> like, at all. I am not fancy. You know, when you feel you, you totally disappear in the landscape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, you know, yeah. I went like I was invited to that model party and you had all these gorgeous people, you know, and I was like, you know, I think my time has expired, you know, <laughs> like I disappeared, <laughs> you know, in the landscape, you know, it's That's like funny. I wish. But I always ask. It's, it's very funny when I when I have I need opinions or stuff like that. I have two, three girls. I always ask. And also I have two, three queer men. I always ask because they will think of something that I would never think about, you know? Mm-hmm. And we say stuff that I would be like, oh, okay, I see. You know, thank God you told me. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, it's, it's, um, it's uh, I mean, I owe so much of my career to uh, gay men, really. Uh, film director, stage directors, and, uh, and really, really, I really, really owe them. So um, they, they, ready to take chances on, on people and uh, and uh, they're not going to go by the resume. You know, that's why I always wanted to do is never go by the resume, but they want, they're going to go through the personality, you know. And when I was 16, 17, and I was 
going through heartbreak and when we are that age and didn't have a penny, it was very poor and, and washing the dishes in restaurants and all of that. And I had uh, the only men that would, the only people who will really, really help me out were the gay community. Like they would take me to parties and clubs, never put a hand on me, like contrary mm -hmm. to that cliche or you're around uh, gay guys, they're going to start to touch you or anything. That never, never happened. Maybe I was not, you know, their type, but <laughs> but I was like, can you try maybe, you know? No, 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 yeah. David, thank you. Yeah. Will you like, you know, feed not. my ego here? I will, I will say, I think um, that is definitely something I do want to say something on. And then I have a couple of questions. On of course, of course, you. I'm sorry. Sure. Um, but like, I, I would say, it's it's really interesting kale and i both are like very much attracted to gay men like we mm. we i the person i want to be with you know the guy that i'm talking to right now is very gay very openly queer very proudly mm. hims, himself themselves and um and i like that i'm attracted to that like, mm. there's there's this like desire i think maybe in, all, in the younger generation of mm. um queer people is that they're attracted to like this hyper masculine very straight assuming type which is fine people have their have their uh preferences mm -hmm. and i think mm -hmm. oftentimes uh what what can i mean i have some great i i went to college and i lived with straight men all through college and i mm. never crossed boundaries like they were my buddies they were my pals they were like my yeah. bros like truly yeah. had that experience where it was like i would never cross boundaries with them and they knew that and mm. i was i i literally had to tell one of my roommates i shared a room with him and when I was like, you know, I'm gay, right? Like he was really uncomfortable with it at mm. first. And I said, I told him his name is AJ. And I said, AJ, I, I'm never going to look at you that way. I'm never going to make you feel uncomfortable because you're my friend. You are yeah. not queer. And I would never make, I mm. would never make an attempt to turn you, to touch mm. you. Like that's, that's not, I, I want to, I don't know what your perception of the queer community is, but yeah. I don't, I don't want it to be that, that we are these mm. like, um, what, what's the way to say like perverse and like mm. what, what's the word I'm thinking of or sort of like grooming predator um, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah grooming, exactly yeah, no yeah predator yeah. that's a great word I, I mm. think that's that's a that's something I would never want to perpetuate that like mm. like you like a gay man and a straight man can be strictly friends and not cross boundaries and like mm. and, oh yeah I, I confirm and, you know, I, yeah and and there that should be the norm and and mm. it's really cool. I work with predominantly straight people in the in the tech industry, and I work in tech. Sales, I'm so which sorry. Is a hyper straight <laughs> world. It's very um. It can be you know a little bit more of like the frat culture. Mm. Um. And so, but just how encouraged I am, like on a daily basis, that I'm surrounding myself with these these straight guys mm. that like I can talk openly about like my queer lifestyle and they're not mm. like oh like oh. i'm happy like, to hear no no that's very woke. good I'm, I'm happy to hear when because back in the days i remember when we were let's say uh three straight men and there was uh, a queer man which we all knew but we didn't you know necessarily bring it out and we would talk and one of the guys would go <clears throat> oh, I went out, I met that girl, I brought her home, I did this, I did that. Yeah, you know, yeah, let's drink another beer. And, uh, you know, I cannot even imagine, but I didn't have, I would say, the, the maturity to really feel what the other guy was feeling, you know. So now, by example, this is one of the stuff that um, I'm happy that there can be this friendship conversation and, 
and and one guy can say one queer guy can say oh i met that guy you went there you know we we like each other you know and then uh, the straight dude would go oh i met that girl you know and and there is no you know um i, I would say adversity or or lines getting crossed or um, right. or no and and uh, and yeah i mean i had gay friends at my home all my life and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, men and women and mm-hmm. uh, and that's for women going to women that i have a problem because <laughs> Because that's actually taking my uh, <laughs> competition. It so all comes I'm back to the jealousy. It. It I will say, jealousy. <laughs> it's all selfish. Yeah, I no, totally I, I, support. I say, You're like, I support gay men, but lesbians, uh-huh. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I support this one, man. That's so no, 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 I'm kidding. Uh, oh, of course, I'm joking. Yes, of course. But, yes. but I'm saying, lesbians are the best. Lesbians yeah, yeah. are really no, no, the, but the I, best I, of the LGBTQ+. I would say, say, I'm a lesbian myself. You know, I'm a, a thousand percent, you know. <laughs> women loving women. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so we know that you are a native French speaker and mm-hmm. you obviously are very fluent in English as well. Do mm-hmm, you, thanks. okay. And then I want to, I want to make sure that because I don't know always the background. So you, when you're referring to the Hebrew language, is it pre- predominantly Yiddish? Is that correct? No, y- yeah, no. Uh, Yiddish. Y- okay. So you have two kinds of Jews, you know, you have the Ashkenazi Jews who come from Eastern countries, which is mostly mm-hmm. what you guys have in America. Mm-hmm. And you have the Sephardic Jews, which is like me, by example, the ones with black hair, you know, who, mm-hmm. who are very Middle Eastern. Uh, so be, they were originally from Spain and Portugal. Mm-hmm. And in 1492, they, there was this bill, which I think connects to the Don't Say Gay bill. They said, okay, you either need to convert to Christianity or we kill you, or you mm-hmm. have to leave uh, this. So they left. So a lot of them went to a Muslim country, which ironically in those days, the Muslim countries were the only one who would accept to have Jews, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, it's crazy that there were wars between Jews and Muslims because they mm-hmm. were the first one who helped us. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and so, and that created really a beautiful golden age and era. So all these Sephardi Jews went to Algeria, Morocco, which is where my family is from, uh, and up to Syria, you know, Turkey, you know, all these countries. So, so such a variety of languages. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So what is that like Arabic? So Yiddish is the is a mix of Hebrew, a mix of German that was speak, spoken by the Ashkenazi Jews in mm-hmm. in uh, in uh, what's this called in um, in uh, in Russia, in Ukraine, in Poland. Oh, sure. You know, in the shtetl, in the little village. You know, and that's a lot of Jews. Right? Isn't that what they say? Slavic countries. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And that saved a lot of Jews during World War II because the Nazis, they couldn't decipher the Yiddish language, you know, and they will change few words and create few words because they were really uh, uh, very creative back then. So, uh, no, so I don't speak Yiddish. I speak five languages, but not uh, uh, Yiddish, but I speak Hebrew. So Hebrew is another language, you know, mm-hmm. that is not spoken by all the Jewish people. Sure. Uh, for some reason, Christians don't all speak Latin, you know. <laughs> so fair enough. I mean, so, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So, so they, they, I, I just happen to speak Hebrew because my uh, uh, a lot of uh, Jews, when they're children, they go to um, not a Catholic school, but they, you know, on like the Sundays they go to learn about 
the Jewish At three, I started Hebrew <laughs> school. <laughs> <laughs> but in Israel, that's the language that is spoken. It's like modern Hebrew. Okay, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what other languages do you speak? So you speak so, Hebrew, uh, you speak French, English. French, English, uh, Italian, because of Italian. opera, you, you have to speak Italian. And yeah. Russian, which I'm very, very happy I learned. So I studied, yeah, in especially Russia now that's for two coming years. into play. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, but it's it's uh, it, it was really really uh, helpful because I had uh, um, I work a lot with uh, I would say the the Russian community uh, in opera. You have a lot of Russian singers, and of course, it has nothing to do with what's going on. Uh, today with, with the war, which is really Putin, not the Russian artists, you know, who are, you know, doing anything bad, but unfortunately they're attached to, to this flag, you know, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, yeah, these five languages and that, that helped me so much. I wish I speak a little bit of Spanish, but very, very bad, but I wish I would learn Spanish. I wish I would learn Chinese and Arabic also I would love to learn these three languages but you know there are only 24 hours in the day you know <laughs> <laughs> exactly well teach us um, one of your favorite Hebrew phrases that we can title this episode as oh so I will tell you um, Ani Oev Otcha which means I love you oh you know? that's so great and do you Ani wait, wait will you Ani take us through Oev? it Ani Oev. Ani, it's me. Ani, Ani. like me. Uh, Oev, which means Oev. to love. Otcha. So this Otcha. is what you say to a man is Otcha. And Otach is to a woman. Okay. You know, so Otcha. You can say Otcha, which is for both. You know, <laughs> just invented <laughs> a new word, you know. But uh, it's Ani Oev Otcha, which means I love you. And, and this is what you guys are spreading is, is love. It's not you know, anything um, opposite to that. And, and I always say, we have to care for each other. I always say the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference, you know? So when, when you walk by and you just pretend, you know, that you don't see, that you don't look, it's, it's you know, being, it's worse than hate, you know, to me. So caring is loving, you know, that's for sure, you know? I agree. Yeah. And finally, <laughs> to end, we'll we'll have to write one extra part into Ten Commandments for Avery, and you can be <laughs> the you can be the stones that Moses yes. brings from God, and we'll just carry <laughs> you down the stage. Exactly. And you. We'll put you on a cable and just bring you down slowly. And then I'll say, it's good to see me. (laughs) (laughs) And you can sing, you can sing your own version of the Ten Commandments song. Exactly. You know, there's a phrase, you know, that joke someone wrote to me about the Ten Commandments. He said, look, you know, you can say God was a doctor because Moses started to have a headache and he sent him to tablets, you know? True. (laughs) You know, or he got... He got he, he got to tablets and he downloaded data from the clouds. You know, yes. <laughs> that's a, that's another. I can't one. But I actually, can't wait to see it, the show in like a month. Basically. Oh please please please! I can't and, wait. I'm you know, coming. nice. Funny, I got the VIP you, tickets. Yes. Yeah, oh, and you have the after party. You're gonna come uh-huh. to the after party. Absolutely. And, and, and what it's so now actually dealing about stuff like when you when I arrive with the two 
big uh, Ten Commandments. What do I do with the tablets? Because after I have to, to, to sing the last song, the reprise, so do I give them to someone? But then he's not going to stay and hold them during the whole song. Like, you know, like to think about details. Uh, and oh, maybe I need the table to hold them, but then that table will be on stage the whole time. It's you're thinking about so many details that people do not even um, cannot even imagine that you're that you're dealing with. But one of the greatest things that I have on the Ten Commandments is that I have Kel Rush in the show. He's one of the greatest singer performer. And, and really one of the best personality and, and mo- one of the most, I would say, um, um, I was going to say serious, but it doesn't mean anything, but really someone who uh, will take, um, uh, how you say, um, you know, you give him a note, he writes it down and he listens, you know, that's, I don't know what is the word, I would say professional, but it, to professional doesn't mean anything. But um He's, he's really, yeah, yeah, great element to, to the show. And I'm telling you, when he's going to sing, because we have a duet together, we have a lot of stuff. He's singing almost, I mean, he's on stage almost the whole show. Uh, when he's going to sing that song, The Maximum Pain, there will not be a single dry eye in the audience. He has, Kara has that quality that he can take the audience to another level and completely make them forget that they're watching a show, you know, because he really goes through people's souls and uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a great show for him. Great show for him to have him in the show, him to perform in the audience. And also I cannot wait to have his family coming and applaud him and uh, be so proud of him and him making them very proud uh, to come and applaud him and for uh, supporting him and we I am so 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 honored so thank you really thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you no, no, that's how you told me to say right it's yeah. good <laughs> yep that was that was word for word <laughs> <laughs> they have good hot chocolate to the place where you work yeah okay the they best have, one and is they have a lavender uh, they have a lavender hot chocolate that's like oh, infused with I mean, lavender leaves that sounds that gay. Sounds, sounds it like, is gay. Uh, it is very gay. It's <laughs> <laughs> so very gay. I love it. <laughs> well, it was great having you on. Thank yes. you for oh, thank being you. a fan. Thank you. I had the I... best time ever. I, I never laughed really so much on an interview. It, it, I really, really loved it. And thank you. you. You guys are giving me really a great gift to be on your on your podcast and and i can't wait to come back again it's really an honor for me really yeah and we this actually will go out on tuesday so it'll actually yeah the the day the day yeah yeah yeah. so yeah how fun oh yeah that's perfect it worked out that's kind of why i was like oh i do kind of want to wait a week because then it will come out like the day of our first rehearsal yes well i can tell you it's it's uh it's going to be a very emotional moment and uh and, and there's a phrase I always say, you cannot ask God to take you to another level without dealing with the challenges that it brings, mm-hmm. you know? So it, it is very painful, uh, very stressful for me. Like people, sometimes they see you like, you know, you can take it, everything, but they don't know that you go in the bathroom and you 
putting yourself and you're crying mm-hmm. of fears and you have stomachache and, 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 you know, uh, you, but you have to show that you are, you know, uh, the strong director, whatever the hell it means, you know, but it, it's it's me. I just cannot hide my my wonderful uh, appreciation for. Um, I mean, my appreciation for the wonderful artists that I uh, that, that I have. So thank you, Kel, and thank you, Avery, for having me. It's really an honor. So you, your last name is Jewish, uh, Avery, just so you know. Huh? My last name? Yeah, uh, G- Gerstenberger. Was mm-hmm. it? It's Gerstenberger. That's, that's very Jewish, bro. Very very Jewish. Is it? I mean, oh, a thousand I, percent. all of my family, I, sh- I actually have been meaning to take uh, like a 23andMe to understand my background. I know that my great grandparents are all from Bavaria. So in Southern Germany, um, my great grandmother spoke German. My grandpa's parents were from Germany. So mm. I know, I know I have, I'm uh, largely German in my background, but uh, th- for all I know, I could have some Jewish blood in me as well. So mm. it's quite possible. No, it, it is. Me, I did the uh, 23 in me with uh, my ex-wife and she told me a 90% cheap. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> my, so is, what is, what does your last name mean, David? Cerrero. Uh, so, it has two meanings. It comes from Serer, uh, which was a Ladino, which is probably what your family every was also talking back in the days, because in Greek, in Greece, the Greek community was talking Ladino, uh, but like really, really century ago. Um, so Serer means it comes from uh, Kerer, uh, which is to love, you know. So that's one option. The second one, Serrero means it comes from uh, serrure, like the, the, the lockers, you know. And from what it is said that back to five centuries ago, uh, my family were the one who had the keys to, to close the doors of the monuments or the synagogues, the temples and whatever. And actually, that I just realized that now as I'm talking is that the first gig I've ever had in my life when I was paid to sing you know, and it was a very, very big woman. And she, she offered me after um, a keychain. you know, and I oh. told her, why, why are you offering me a keychain?" And it was like a Cartier keychain, you know? So I saw the box Cartier. I'm like, oh my God, that's a watch. That's a, you know, Ooh, that's fancy. <laughs> that, that sounds good. And, and it was just a keychain, And I was like, why are you offering me a keychain?" I said that, of course, with a, with a affection, you know, and, and, and she said, because on that keychain, you will put the keys that will open you the big doors. You know, and, and, and that's what I hope to be for you, Kel, on that show. And, and I know you're going to... Me too. You, you, I you're going to kick it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going to kick it. And, and, and I can't wait, really, Avery, you're coming to see the show. Yeah, and, I'm so excited. Coming on the, yeah. the, closing, the closing night. So the 15th. closing night, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be is gonna be very beautiful, and I think the authors they are coming on the on the closing night. So whoa, yeah, that's yeah, gonna yeah. Be a really fun after party then. Oh yeah, I'm going to party <laughs> like massive after. You know. It'll be like Mazel Tov. 
Friday. Ou Maisleton, Maisleton. Maisleton. Maisleton, Oh, man, what a great time. What a great, yes. you know, I well, love thanks, you guys. Thanks again. You we know? had such a joy. Um, you are our first, I mean, officially, we have had one of our friends on the podcast. We had to remove mm-hmm. that episode. But <laughs> she was straight. She's straight. So you are officially our first kept Yay! recorded yeah. straight guests. We so are official we should... podcasters because we got in trouble and had to remove an episode. <laughs> we <laughs> did have to take some down for legal reasons, but, but it's oh okay. Everyone's, Everyone's fine. fine. Everyone's fine. No, no, I mean, you can, you can keep everything you need. And, and really, I want to take, I want to take really the opportunity to say to my brothers and sisters of the LGBT plus community, how much I admire them i appreciate them and how much i learned from them because i used to be back in the days like the the, the straight man who was uh, you know who could be yelling who could be uh oh you know what i'm not going to sit with you to talk you know and and uh, like uh, it's yes or no you know there's no i don't want to hear anything you know what i mean like i was that guy 20 years ago you know and by working with these, you know, uh, queer directors, queer producer, and see the talents they have. I say, let's have a chat, you and I, you know, let's talk. Tell me what's going on. How do you feel? You know, how about this? Why are you not like, or, you know, also in in a negotiation for business and also um, not always to close the door, you know, this kind of stuff. So I'm really, really grateful to them. And, and as far as I'm concerned, they're always welcome in my, in my shows. And I don't know if I can afford them, you know, but yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's uh, uh, if I can financially afford them, but it, they absolutely, absolutely wonderful. And, I, and they bring so much to, to the performance. I mean, I cannot do a, a production without having a fair amount of that community, even though, uh, when I do a casting, I really don't care about what is your uh, sexuality, religion, uh, ethnicity, or uh, if you have a dog name. What's her name? Daisy? What's her Ruby. Name? Ruby. Ruby. Sorry. If you have, you know, I, I really don't care about all of that, but I care <laughs> about the hard work, <laughs> the devotion, the personality. And, and I must say that uh, I'm very blessed to have a Kel in the show. Very, well, very when the when the show goes to Broadway, we'll have you back on, and we'll, we'll oh, do a live yeah. footage oh, of yeah. the opening night on the. But wait, we we have I have Arizona. I have already uh, next year. I have already performances that are already scheduled in a lot of places in the U.S. And I have West End, you know, so coming Ooh. up. So well, I yeah. love. Personally, I love all of those places. Um, I also personally love <laughs> London. Um, I <laughs> oh, I would love I would, to have you. Oh, I but I, I, I mean, I also, um, I also just want to say I'm a high paid actor in the Midwest. So <laughs> are uh, man, you're welcome. Make- <laughs> I mean, with that beard, with that beard, every. I, you'd be perfect for anything in the show. You're the first you know? person that's ever told me that because you know what, David? I always get cast as 12-year-old boys and they make me shave my beard. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. Every I have I've never had a beard in any production I've ever been in. William Barfay, I was crutchy and newsies. Like I'm, I'm playing all these like 10 to 12-year-old boys. I guess that is my c- character type. <laughs> so if I get to keep the beard, I'm sold. <laughs> no, no, no! You keep it. You keep it thousand percent. No, man. When you come to to New York, and uh, uh, we will meet, and and as soon as there will be a 
an opportunity on the next production, you're always, always welcome. You know, everybody is welcome in the, And if you pay him show. more than me, I'm going <laughs> to riot. No, actually, you know what? I, I legally have, and I think it's a good thing, I pay every single person the same rate. Everybody in the cast will always be paid the, the, the same rate. And once I did a mistake when I paid someone I think it was for a dancer who had like very big, like, you know, the thing with the weather, the, the feathers, I'm sorry. You know, with yeah, the well, big they had thing, very you big know, boobs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she just asked me if she could have, you know, I think it was 20 bucks, you know, because she didn't want to take the subway with all these big stuff on her way back. And I said, no problem. And then some cast member came and said, hey, how come she got paid? Uh, more than us, you know, said that just $20. Okay, no problem. I give everybody. Back. So now, you know, <laughs> you like raise this all my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I learned yeah, my lesson. You did no. learn the lesson just because they're sexy, you have to pay them the same <laughs> as everybody else. <laughs> so we give you extra for the beard. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure <enough>. the beard. <laughs> Actually, well, we do a special contract just for the beard. I hire the beard. You go. We're going to put there on the go. play bill <laughs> Avery's beard. We're not gonna this put will yours. be the last gig I get with my beard. So I really got to <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's been great chatting with oh, you. I love you guys. Thank I you. I, will, I have the pleasure of seeing you on Tuesday. I'm very yeah, excited. Yeah, I can't wait, so. Kel. Thank you. Thank you, Avery. Thank you, Thank guys. Thank you. Well. Yes. Yeah. Plug your social plug your social media and stuff too. So people want to follow you, follow your journey. Don't go to Instagram because it's only fake accounts uh, that I have. I used to have mine and it got uh, hacked, as a matter of fact. So Mm -hmm. someone, you know, got inside and then Instagram deleted the account. And now my lawyers are trying to get it back, but it's been since August. So I kind of lost hope now. But in a way, it's not bad because I, I realized that I was spending almost an hour a day just on Instagram. And I'm even about to remove TikTok because that is also, you know, that is really addictive, you know. I don't but have the heart to delete TikTok. I love uh, TikTok so much. It's so <laughs> funny. It's, it's so, so funny. funny. Oh my goodness. Like, you know, when there was like the Chris Rock incident, uh, there was, I mean, the people are Chris quick. Rock did not do the incident. <laughs> yeah. Will Smith yeah. did the incident. They, they, there was all the parody that there uh-huh. was of mm-hmm. that were hilarious. And you can find it on TikTok. There is even a guy I heard on Twitter who created an, an account of uh, Chris Rock's cheek. You know, and and he said, "Oh, bad day today," or "I got slammed today." It was so hilarious. Internet never disappoints you, and and um, and, and yeah. So I I uh, uh, so it's on Facebook. So I have a personal account, which of course anyone can add me. It's just David Cerrero, and uh, my page is David Cerrero Opera. But I'm also active on Twitter. It's uh, David Cerrero. So. Nothing. I can. Pretty. I'll post those in the um, description as well. I feel you. It's just my first and last name for all of my social media. Yes. but it works. So, yes, I'm it's so not happy. Avery's first and last name because no one can spell his last name. So it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's a shortened version of it. <laughs> but it was great talking with you. I'll yes. see you on Tuesday. I see you on so Tuesday, my brother. Enjoy Thank you again. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the Thank weather. You. And I some, love you guys. Some very good news is that they have the shooter in custody. Oh, they yay. just found him and they arrested yes. him. So good. 
So That's New so York good. can rest a little uh, easier today. Yeah. Do you so see, Gotham in, in France, can rest in peace. In, in, yeah, in France, they can. They will have been a year later. I told you, fifty thousand dollars. They find it in the in, yeah. in less than twenty four hours. <laughs> True. I told you. I told you. They <laughs> they're gonna find him very very quickly. You know. <laughs> Imagine one guy say, "I will do it for 20. <laughs> <laughs> 20, 10, 10, I can find him for 10, 10, I know, I know where is he. <laughs> oh man, I will call, you know, for 50,000, you know, if he looks like my dad, I will say it's my dad. <laughs> 50K? True, 50K. true. I can pay half of my student loans with that, so, yeah. you know, perfect. Well, let me tell you, you're going you're gonna to get that loan very paid very quickly, because after that show, you will see only good things will come your way. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> no, you will. You will. Thank right. you guys we'll so see. much. I love Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye, we'll guys. Bye. Thank you again. <laughs>